Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, and welcome to this episode of the Wealth and Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. And today I want to talk about what happens when we compare ourselves to someone else's story without knowing all the facts and why that can be so harmful to our sense of well-being and joy. I mean, we know compare and despair is not the way to go, and yet we can all still find ourselves doing it. And I think maybe the current conditions are making it that potentially even stronger, where you know, some people seem to be navigating everything that's going on so well where others are not. I know I've been getting that feedback from a lot of people that I'm just, my content's been consistent. You know, I'm just showing up in the world. I haven't missed a beat. My kids are happy, blah, 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 blah. The thing is, that is all true. And yet also, I just recently went through probably one of the most lowest points emotionally since my mother died. I had a three-week period where I could come up to get the podcast done. And I when I show up for my clients, I'm, you know, it's like I completely get to just leave my own life. You know, I'm just there for them and and it's like a vacation. And other than that though, I didn't really get a lot done. I didn't move any projects forward. I was pretty much just serving my clients, getting this podcast and a few other things out, and that was it. And yet, I think the thing that I have learned to do that makes life so much easier on me is to just let myself be where I'm at. So I didn't judge what I was going through as being permanent or you know, proof that I was going backwards. I mean, I was, I was cycling up huge amounts of regret, which is unusual for me. I don't really play in the space of regret, shame, guilt, all the other things. Absolutely. But regret is not something that I tend to experience. I don't know why, but it's just not. And yet it was, there were regrets coming up from like my early twenties Um, just things that were just so far-fetched of why this was even alive for me. And yet I, I just rode the wave of it. I allowed it to be present for me. I allowed it to come up. I allowed it to just tell me the story it needed to tell me without looking towards other people, you know, maybe doing this better or doing this easier, whatever else. And that led me to the doorstep of my vacation, which we just got back from the beach. We went to Cape Cod, which by the way, the town we went to, Eastham, was a town that was very easy to be safe in. So if you're looking, if you're on the Northeast and you're looking for 
or you're on the East Coast, the Northeast, and you're looking for a place to go um, that's on the water, this town, it was very easy to, you know, stay separate from people. And, you know, you're not going to do a lot of the things you would normally do. But, you know, like the mini golf was available and the restaurants were being very regimented with regulations. Um, the beach, not so much during the weekend, but on um, the week days, it was easy to, you know, space out, keep space between us. So we had this really lovely experience where we really got to kind of escape what was going on just for a few days. And I realized in the process of being on the beach so much, so we we only were on the beach really because there was a lot, the rest of the stuff we couldn't do. And so we were on the beach, we were seeing the same people every day. And I realized that the story I had about a lot of the people on the first day of the week wasn't the same as I had on the last day of the week. And I was just reflecting on, you know, these regrets that had come up for me and different things I've been rethinking. And for me, you know, one of the places where I've always sort of churned around is parenting. Am I doing a good enough job? And I seem to have managed to move into a different space of self-acceptance around my parenting style and and my, you know, how I am in relationship to my children. And yeah, on the beach, the first day we got there, I noticed this couple with these two small children, uh, a small baby like that couldn't walk, um, so maybe six months, seven months, and then uh, probably a two-year-old. And they were just so pulled together, and they had their act together, and they would come to the beach, and they had all the accoutrements you could think of to make your day easier on the beach, and then you know, they, one parent would tag team off the other and take this one for a swim, take this one for a nap. And I was like, wow, look at this, you know, couple. I mean, my goodness, if I had had it together like that when my kids were younger, it would have been a whole different scenario. How are they doing this? And yet I wasn't really feeling bad about myself. It was more of an observation. I'm so far away from that time in my parenting. However, if my kids had been younger, I think I would have been looking at them and really judging myself. Well, by day five of being on the beach with this same family, being able to observe them, what I realized was neither of their children cried ever. They said no to them, their two-year-old, and the two-year-old's like, okay, went in a different direction. Their two-year-old took a two-hour nap on the beach every single day. And their infant was put down awake in the bassinet right on the beach and was out cold in like five minutes and then would sleep for probably three hours, like an hour in the morning and then another two hours. So they had these significant periods of time where their children slept Mine never would have on the beach. There wasn't a chance in hell, and I was a sleep Nazi. And so it was so interesting for me to watch this couple and on day one just, you know, have this vague sense that they're awesome parents, but by day five, realize that, you know, they just, they won the lottery when it came to small kids. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to keep going like that, but as far as sleep was concerned and behavior was concerned, they just had two easy kids. And that makes all the difference in the world, you know? But there's a reason why 
those parents and those children chose each other, right? There's, there's some journey they're all taking together. And there's some reason why that, you know, needed to be their family structure, just like there was some reason why, you know, when my firstborn was born, he was colicky and refused to sleep and, you know, just had a whole different experience of it. And I was thinking how much we do that with everything, you know, how even people who are saying to me, wow, you're just getting all this content out and you're just, you know, your launch was so successful and this and that. And yes, at this point, a lot of these things are flowing, but they're flowing because of all of the rock, rocky points I hit in the past years. They're flowing because of all of the trials and tribulations I've already gone through. And those are a lot less visible when you're looking at someone like me who's 10 years into her business than, you know, if you were seeing what it looked like on the inside, you know, in year three or year five. And then when it goes into even personal life, you know, there's just so much that I've navigated that have gotten me to the point where now things just don't affect me. And so what was so interesting was as I was having these reflections during the course of this week and having all this space and, and, time freedom. because so I would get up early in the morning and go to the beach by myself and just meditate and journal and had all these amazing points of clarity. When I got home, we um, came into the house and there was a smell in the garage. And we very soon realized that a watermelon had exploded. And what was so fascinating was right as we were leaving, I dropped a watermelon. So the trip started with me dropping a watermelon and it coming into all these pieces. And then the trip ended with this watermelon. It kind of exploded all over the garage. And being someone who, you know, when I was younger in college, my major, I was pre-law, but my major was literary interpretation. I was an English major, obviously a very valuable major to have, but I loved it. I loved literary interpretation. I love symbolism to this day. I know you guys hear me talk about signs all the time. Believe me, long before I was this metaphysical person, the idea that there are signs and symbols everywhere always intrigued me in writing, every, in all things, architecture, art. And um, I thought there's there's a meaning there. There is a meaning to our trip, starting with this broken watermelon and ending with this you know, exploded watermelon. And as I was pondering it, I was mentioning it to my friend Kate, and she looked up the spiritual meaning of, of watermelons. And it, you know, it's symbol of prosperity and sexuality. So there's just so many things we could go down the road on with that. And I'm not going to right now. But what I did realize is that as we started our trip and, and right before we're ready to leave, where I did this, all this organization to have this like watermelon in like 50 pieces, you know, as we're getting ready to like hop in the car and head out in another time and space in my life that would have had me in tears. It, it really could have set the trip off in the very wrong direction. And it didn't. I was laughing. I thought, this is so funny. And this is a sign that I need to slow down, right? That's what it really told me. And I just took it 
for what it was, you know, just slow down because you're moving too fast. And I thanked the universe for that sign. And when we got home and this watermelon was exploded all over this place, and really my husband was the one who who cleaned it up. He's very good like that. But the thing was, is I had, I'm the logistics girl. So I had really managed the whole trip. So he had that at the end of our trip to manage. And he he did that with a smile on his face. But after he was done and we were sitting by our pool, we both had the same feeling at the same time, which is we are just so blessed. We are so blessed that we have the money to, you know, bring our children on a vacation and not worry about finances. We're so blessed that we have both of us have work that wasn't impacted by the pandemic. We have we're so blessed that we have, you know, this beautiful home and, and something that, you know, these little broken watermelons couldn't mess with because that wasn't always the case. You know, back when I had started my business and Matt was out of work, that would have broken us literally. Um, it really would have, been probably the hardest thing to bear to have you know, taken time away with our families, probably being stressed about money anyway, and come home to that. It would have just felt like this huge weight. And yet it wasn't. It was just a blip on the radar. But so much water is under the collective bridge of our marriage and our life that we can put that in perspective. And yet we couldn't have probably 10 years ago. And, you know, I just think of how many times I've seen my friends crumple under the weight of something that seems minor, but I have so much compassion because I know that everything is relative, that a watermelon for me isn't going to be the same thing as for someone else. And it has a lot to do with what's happening around outside the broken watermelon. And I think that that's just important for each of us to remember that when things gut us or strengthen us, when things um, crush us or lift us up, whatever it is, it's bigger than the event itself. And it's important to remember that and also to not spend time comparing how we're handling a situation to how something somebody else is handling a situation because what we have on our plate really determines how much extra can go on that plate. And the reality is that my husband and I have a, have a lot of extra room on our plate now. Plenty of room for broken watermelons and holding space for broken hearts and holding the hands of people who are scared and giving our children extra time and space as they navigated this this weird educational period that we were just in. And I am so grateful that we have that space and also understanding that there was a time where we didn't. And so I want you to hear this message. If you can navigate anything with grace and gratitude. That is the path. That is the highest path. And as much as you can give yourself grace and as much as you can find gratitude for your blessings, that will make everything so much easier. 
But if you're not quite there where you can get to it, have compassion for yourself because most likely your plate is just quite full. And if that's the case, the very first thing to do is to say a prayer. Say a prayer to God or source or the universe or whoever it is, whatever your higher power is, and say, lift some of this from me. Show me what can be removed from my plate. Either show me how I can take it off my plate or lift it for me, but make this easier because I promise you if something feels hard that you know reasonably shouldn't feel so hard, most likely you've just tasked yourself with way too much and it's time to clean that plate off. I wish you much ease and peace and prosperity over the next um, week until we talk again. I send you my love. And hey, if you have any have any questions for me, definitely send me an email, patty at pattylennon.com. Let me know what you want to hear about, what questions you have, and always happy to hear from you. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.